Welcome to Authentic Living with Roxanne, a place where we have conscious conversations about things that really matter in our lives. And now, here's your host, Roxanne Derhage. It's uh, Roxanne Hodge. Thanks so much for tuning in again. Uh, today I have a special guest, Jennifer Jim Jimbery. I think I got it right this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer is a, a business coach and has a lot of background in the field of coaching. So she's going to talk to us today just a lot about uh, the coaching world. And um, out there, there's a lot of different people doing coaching. And I, I think I, I really appreciate what uh, Jennifer's done out there in the world. Um, in the field of coaching. So I invited her to come on on today to speak a little bit more about that. So I'm just going to read a little bit about uh, Jennifer's background. She's an entrepreneur and international best-selling co-author of the Dream Bold, the Idea You series. Uh, She's a world-class coach and business consultant. She's recognized as an authority in the psychology of performance, negotiations, and organizational turnaround. She has served as an advisor on thousands of individual and organizations she served a lot of individuals and organizations around the world for almost 20 years. A long time. You've been uh, kicking around for a long time in the field of coaching. Yeah. So you probably started at a time um, when it, it wasn't as rampant as it is today. Would you say that, Jennifer? Yeah, absolutely. So starting in training and development and performance management when it wasn't really called coaching, right? Okay. I normally got into coaching when I was in a role that required coaching where no one knew what that meant so for example i was a branch manager at the bank of montreal and you know it was kind of in our purview to coach our team and it's like yes i want to do that Uh, how do i do that so that's when i chose to go out and get my own designation for a certified professional coach because i wanted to do service to what it was that we were looking to do to support them in their performance so so tell me a little bit about your background. Like you said, you said, sounds like you were a bit in banking and then kind of your roles kind of lended to naturally managing people uh, just yeah. uh, based on some of those roles. So yeah. how did you, so coaching probably was a natural step for you then because yeah. you've really been doing it to some degree in your role. Yeah. So my kind of core belief system and it came to a little bit more clarity around the, when I took the training is I believe people are creative, capable, wise, and good. Like people want to do good. They want to achieve what it is they've set out. And so in the process of, of learning coaching, it supported me to um, kind of gain clarity around how do I create that coaching environment and, and uh, in what way can I hold the pause, right? The power of the pause in, in our work is really important and to develop the skills required like discovery questioning and active versus contextual listening to really hear what's behind the words of of what somebody's saying and holding up that mirror and doing some parrot back work with people. So all of those things as I was learning, because I'll never stop learning. I'm I'm 13 degrees and certificates in, I love it. So, you know, in all of the learning, you just pick up new tools that support the process of creating that environment for people. So tell me, um, 
so you work in business coaching. Uh, is it predominantly business coaching? Do you do life coaching or different types of coaching or is it pretty much business coaching? It's business coaching and we do um, implement strategies from change management as well as the science of well-being. So for example, if somebody does need to increase their positive emotions, I'm going to share practices and support them to do that. Um, but if they're look, looking for a life coach or counselor, then I'm referring that to, to somebody who that's their specialty. Right, right. So generally, um, how do people come to you? Like, let's say, I'm sure I know on uh, my show, I have a lot of entrepreneurs and um, um, sometimes C-level uh, individuals, C-suites, or just middle managers. So how would someone kind of uh, get to someone like you generally? So one of my top um, client attracting strategies is definitely using LinkedIn for business growth. I've had a very strong presence there for quite some time, and I actually teach a course on it, on the importance of leveraging the platform properly. Um, also, I have a law office in Toronto that is an employment law office. And so they have C-suite individuals who are in transition, are not sure what is the next step for me. <clears throat> a lot of them, you know, they're ready for a pause. A lot of them, they're ready to take on an even bigger role. A lot, they're just not sure, you know, what should be next for me. And some are, okay, I'm going to take this expertise and I'm going to do something for me. So they might be starting a business. So they refer individuals to me for a session. And then once we've had that first session where we go through their extended disc, we learn a little bit about them and what their needs are, there's an opportunity for them to continue working with me. Okay, great. Uh, the, other, the other source is um, there's a global platform now called Coachilla that partners coaches with people from around the world. And they picked 20 coaches and, and I'm one of them. So oh, wow. Wow. Individuals to me that way. So it's really through a consistent approach online as well as, you know, strategic partnerships and, and um, you know, putting yourself in, in the right spots. So tell me if, if someone's, and I'm sure a lot of people are different stages of the business, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say you're starting off, you know, you have the, you know, the core certain basic things, right? You got the, you got the business card, you got the site, you kind of know what your service is. You know, you're maybe kind of making a bit of money. Maybe you're just starting to kind of maybe make a bit more than you're spending. Mm -hmm. what's, what's the benefit of having a coach like you work with someone like that? A hundred percent. So um, complacency and comfort zones are not a good thing. Okay. So if <laughs> I we agree. Want to be productive and profitable, then we need to take certain actions. We need to have a business plan that has inspired actions that you take every week. You need to know what is your scorecard, so how many of those things should you be doing? And you have to have a cadence of accountability. Anyone who has achieved anything really, really big has worked with coaches, right? So we've got Bill Gates, we've got Oprah Winfrey, we've got all kinds of you know, people that have, have achieved things that are bigger than what others think possible. Partner with individuals who will say, what did you do last week? What are you doing now and what's next? Right. And of course, you know, to keep on track, like I know I have, I have a coach mm -hmm. and I've always had, you know, even, um, even I was, so I was in corporate consulting for like 16 years and um, I was looking to make a shift. So of course I, you know, formal background in psychotherapy, but I wanted to get into the corporate sector. I was in a small firm out in St. Catharines where I was and I knew, I thought, how, how, okay, I've got the education, I've got the background, I've got experience in a small arena, but I want to get into the bigger arena. And I thought, how in the world am I going to do that? 
And um, at that point, I, I was attending um, a wellness um, community up in Toronto, representing my small company. And I saw this business coach at that time. And at that time, it was not, it's not cheap. Mm-hmm. And, um, but everything that he said made so much sense, right? So I'm like, okay, I have all these skills. I'm kind of like, it's all coming at me all at once. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to shift over. How am I going to get bigger companies to look at me, take me seriously? You know, I'm just beginning with minimal. And um, so I, made, I, I bit the bullet and I basically hired him. Mm-hmm. And within a month, Jennifer, I'm not, I'm not uh, joking. I was getting offers from some of the biggest health and wellness firms because I had worked with this coach you know, and sometimes I want to talk about my feelings and all of that. And he'd be like, okay, let's just stay focused. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, okay, but you know, so of course it was very task oriented, but that's what I needed at that time because it was not for a skill development. It was just, Mm -hmm. first of all, how do you get the confidence? Mm -hmm. How do you take the step? How do you take the transferable skills and then, and make it over? And I, I remember I was in, actually I was in Trinidad. That's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I put out the, you know, the CVs. It was written in the way that could I could be approached online. And I had massive um, feedback. And I worked with him to negotiate. Um, mm-hmm. What I was told later was one of the highest entry level um, packages yeah. um, considering where I was. So, I, you know, I, I, so for me, and then I was like, whoa, okay. You know, on the one end you're looking at is this is a big investment and not that I couldn't afford it, but it only took me, I, I think I used his service all said and done in, um, for maybe three months. Yeah. And then I had made that a huge step, you know, yeah. to, uh, to kind of work with some of the biggest companies in Canada. A hundred percent. And that's something I pride myself in in my work is not working, you know, beyond a year with someone. You know, right. I've, had, I've had clients that, that are larger contracts um, that say, okay, can we pause right now? Like we are too busy to continue to put these, strat- like, can we pause? And then once we know we ha- we're kind of headed to where di- we'll call you, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with you. It's, I always have a coach. I have three, you know, three sponsors, two mentors. Those things are very, very important for our development and stretch our thinking. Right. Um, right. Because what we think we can do is very different than what we can do if we actually, you know, do the actions that are required to see the, the result. Yeah, because I guess it's, it, you know, you're, you can get in your own way, right? 100%. Right. A lot of times, I work with a lot of peak performers who got there and then went, oh, why am I not doing that anymore? It worked for me to get there. And it's like, yeah, okay, so let's go, you know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, you know, and one thing I'm sure you're, you're like you said, accountability. And mm-hmm. I know like you, I do a lot of things and you know try to keep structure and I have rituals and all that stuff but I'm like anybody you know from all my other colleagues that I speak to how did I get here today like I started off here I was supposed to be doing this then I got over here and my goodness it's lunchtime you know and then you know that repetitive step but of course with an accountability partner um, you kind of think, oh, geez, I have to report back on this. Yeah. I better figure out how I'm going to get this done because I can't get online and say, oh, by the way, I didn't have time because then I'm going to have to like deal with the fact that I didn't follow through, which is a big, big thing. Now, I don't have an accountability 
um, elements with my coaching at present. And I can tell you that I think it does impact me compared to when I did have that in the past. Yeah, 100%. So I'll give you an example of one of my clients uh, last week, because we always talk on Fridays. So every week I ask her to send a snapshot of her calendar. And then I, I either want to see a check or an X with regards to, I did that activity, right? And she was like, I'm, I don't want to send this to you. <laughs> and then she said, and I made 25 calls before just so that I had something. I'm like, see, it's just having that opportunity to report in and to get support because some of the activities are not easy. Like being out here on your own outside of that big corporate structure is very hard work. And it's quite a roller coaster that unless you're in it, isn't really understood. So to have somebody who really understands that struggle, understands what you're saying when you say, but that is an easy work, I know, but it still needs to be done. So how can I support you to do it? Right, and, I, and then the busy work, right? Mm-hmm. Or the distractions, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, and I know that people talk about banking days and sometimes that's harder for me, like the days that I'm just completely working on a project or mm-hmm. kind of things that can, it's, and I, because I get muddled with that too, because then clients will say, hey, can I see you here? Can I, can I see you here? And I don't block it effectively. I'm sure mm-hmm. I could do it better. But like anybody else, like you're saying, unless I'm working with someone to create the structure to stick to it, it's so easy, you know, and maybe, maybe it's easier for other people than me. Um, but I, I've always found that, that that is a struggle. And then when you mix it up too much, what ends up happening, you, you end up getting tired. Yeah, and I don't think you're alone in that struggle at all. I think that there's a lot of people in that position where, okay, I had it in place, what happened? I'm on month four and, you know, for the first two or three months it was humming and then I just kind of you know stopped the because time blocking I cannot I I cannot stress enough the importance of you in your high energy times blocking out the activities that absolutely must happen and we only have two to three productive hours a day but most people try to do 10 hours worth of work and really we don't have that if we want to produce excellent work Two to three hours. Okay, hold on. Tell me more about that because no wonder then. So how how do you um okay, so through the the assessments you do do with people, are you gauging um their high points for energy so that they are able to to kind of target more strategically with their time? Absolutely. So I use extended disc, right? That's the assessment that I use with people. And once we go through it and review, I ask specific questions based on their motivators, based on their demotivators. And together we decide, okay, these are actually, this is the time when I'm best. Okay. So that's when those critical activities, once we determine what they are, need to go into your calendar right? So it's based on a ton of research. I I don't have all of the the quotes around the research articles. I read a ton, um, you know, from Harvard or or Entrepreneur Inc. or um, the books like Peak Performance Habits, those type of things. All of that research points towards the fact that our productivity is the two to three hour window a day. And really, if you, you know, if if I think of my week, and I'm sure with yours, if I think, okay, uh, my keynote has to get done, right? And if I'm low energy, I sit there and I'm like, you know, I do something and it, it sounds horrible or I record it and I go, oh, this versus if I've, I've got energy, yeah. you know, I can bang it off. And then I go, how, how did that get done so quickly? Yeah. And I actually think it's not bad, even if it's maybe in, in a, a draft form, yeah. but you are so right, right? When you're high energy, 
you know, you go, 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 go. And then you hit, you hit that. Okay. I'm not feeling that I'm, I, it's taking me twice as long to do this or to read this or to regurgitate that. And I think what you shared earlier is an important point around, and what can I delegate, right? Because we have to be really strong at using a priority matrix. So I'll give you an example. So I have a four quadrant priority matrix that I share with clients and it, it helps you bucket. Okay, this is that, this is that, right? So low effort, low impact, that should probably be delegated. Right. High effort, low impact, that should probably be delegated. So how can we be working with professionals who can support us to stay in our peak performance, right? So if there are things that I'm doing that are not going to move the business forward, that are not in my zone of genius, then why, why am I working on them? So partnering you find, with you find people hide behind you, that sometimes? Assistant, do you find, sorry about that. Do you find that people hide? A lot hide of times, Yes, because it's comfortable work. So for example, if, I, if I'm coaching a real estate agent, let me use that because yesterday was a room full of them. Um, if I'm coaching a real estate agent and I'm talking about those time blocks and the things that they were meant to do, and they say, yeah, but I was on social and I did post and I did, and it's like, okay, so, but yet you had 40 calls to make, you have expired listings, you have et cetera, et cetera. Um, tell me what happened. Well, like, and it's a matter of comfort. So I was scrolling and I was posting because that's easy work for me versus the tougher work, which is, hey, you know, just curious, how is everything going? What's new and exciting with the family? Is there a move in the future? Uh, so again, the activities that give you the most return of your on uh, the investment of your time are the ones that you be, should be chunking off first. Exactly. And that understanding my, you know, I think my, my pivotal time says I'm not a super morning person. I'm up, but that's not my pivotal time. You yeah. know, I work out and do stuff like that first thing in the morning. Cause I, to get that out of the way, but I'm more like an 11 to, you know, two kind of person. That's kind of where I get my maximum energy. And then after that, I drop off. What, mm -hmm. What's your, what's your, what's your um, peak times? For your day. I would say I'm probably about two to five, two to five. Wow. Um, and if, um, if I do have a, a project to work on, I'm definitely not like an early, early morning person. Okay. It would be, you know, once the day is kind of calmed and done, then it's okay. I can give an hour or two more to this important project because, okay. uh, you know, it's okay. That's the other thing I think that people struggle with is giving themselves permission to not work 10 or 12 hour days right? To balance out what they need in order to rejuvenate. You know, you're okay to go for a walk in the forest if that rejuvenates you, because now you're able to bring a better quality of excellence to what it is you want to do. But a lot of people just don't grant that permission to themselves. You know, there's a lot of people freaking out listening to you right now going, what is she talking about? I'm going to stop in the middle of the day and go for a walk. I'm not going to want to come back to the office. I'll be like, oh, here we go. It's beautiful outside <laughs> and I'm going to want to do a lot of different things. But, but so it's really about kind of deciding in your day. Mm -hmm. So if there's those, if you work five days or if you take one day off, I know a lot of people block days where they mm -hmm. might say, take a Monday and a Friday off mm -hmm. and work three solid days in between or whatever. Um, so you're just suggesting prioritize what's going to make you build the business, the most critical next step, Focus that time on that 
Um, obviously, you have to keep your energy up. But so, and again, you must talk a lot of then about because you and I were chit chatting just before we got on the line, and I talked a little bit about you know kind of sometimes getting tired because you're juggling so much. So I'm so sure a lot of the people you're working with talk about that. Do you talk to them about overall kind of strategies for life? Because people are juggling. Well, you, I know you have a family. I have a family. Um, businesses, you know, a lot of us are working from home. You know, yeah. you're, kind of, you know you're kind of closing doors because you know that you can't get to that, those types of things. So do you talk to people about overall how to take care of themselves sometimes? We talk about the practices from the science of well-being, right? So uh, we want to have joy in the business. Otherwise, why are we doing the business, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's a lot more work than me going down the street to get a new corporate role. So I need to have joy in the work that I'm doing. So in order to increase positive emotions, then I need to take the opportunity to actually create the practices. So for example, if there is a struggle that comes up, you know, I call it the 90 second scorecard. I picked it up a long time ago when I used to do conferences for um, Edward Jones, an investment firm. There was a speaker who came in and he talked about this process of there's a challenge. So let's say there's something wrong with your website or a client situation. Well, instead of ruminating about that situation for an hour, what we can do is use a 90-second scorecard. So I'll give you the tip so that your, your viewers can have that as well. So you just take a blank, blank piece of paper and you draw a line in the middle of it. To the left is the problem or the situation that you're currently dealing with that could take you longer to solve than it would with this tip. So you write out what happened, who did it affect, how do I feel, what's gonna happen, you know, all of those different facts and feelings that you might come out of that situation. And then you have a timer on your phone, within 90 seconds, you switch to the right side. So you move your pen to the right side and you find the solution. So that means I can do this, I could reach out to this, I could, right? So again, for 90 seconds, and then you look at that sheet of paper and go, that's the one, you circle the, the solution that is there. So we talk about that as well as three good things, so if you're feeling that sense of overwhelm, um, how are you going to just anchor in, okay, and here's what I'm thankful for right now so that I can shift that perspective. Three good things. We use, Jen and I, for Thrive Experts, we use citrine stones. So we teach okay. people how to use that. Um, Jen is a therapist as well. We teach them how to use that to refocus their attention into you know, an object where you would just create some calm. Mm -hmm. for yourself um, because you're absolutely right it's it's easy to feel a sense of overwhelm there's a lot to do well absolutely and you know and and what one time I was going through I, I needed I was applying to become a professional speaker mm -hmm. um, and I was going through my entire year because yeah. I had, hadn't stopped so I looked through a full year of all the events that I had done and all the things that I and I afterwards I thought Oh, oh my goodness. I know I had done a lot, yeah, but I had not stopped. And I was like, wow, because I had to have, you know, a certain amount of events. I had to have a certain amount of income, blah, blah. And just not that, just after a while, because, and then I was going through all my different social media mm -hmm. to see what posts I had done. And, those, and I was like, if only I had done that more often I would have recognized what I had achieved in that year. But because yeah. again, you're doing, you're doing, you're doing, and you're not stopping to think, wow, today I did this today. You know, I reached out to this client who, you know, 
has made this massive change. I've seen this person. I've, you know, done, um, you know, I, I'm doing my podcast with you. I, I put out another podcast, all those things, but it all gets jumbled up. And then you're like, like you're, to your point, when you're tired, it's kind of hard to extract out all the positives because all you're looking at is potentially what things you didn't get to that you think you should have in the time periods that you had that day. Exactly. And so like yesterday's keynote in front of a theater of 300 people plus, that's going in my gratitude jar, <laughs> right? Because the gratitude jar, it's just a quick sticky. It's yeah. different colors so that it looks pretty when you're looking at it. Right. Every once in a while when it's like, oh my God, I can't do this. Or why is there so much? Or whatever that feeling is, you just grab the jar, open it up. I'm like, oh yeah, that was a fun day. Okay. That's why I'm doing Right. So oh, I like that. I, I've never heard of that. I like that. That's yeah, really nice. Just so basically, um, oh, there's so many strategies I could share. They, um, it's basically just a glass jar that you might mm -hmm. use for like pasta in the kitchen or something and then stickies and writing out just a quick note. Like I'm so thankful my kids are healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful I was able to travel today. Right. Uh, right. And putting that in the jar so that at that time, when you have that sense of overwhelm and, and you're wondering about your why, pull it out, pause, breathe, and, and go. And I've got lots of those strategies. So if anybody wants help, just reach out. Well, that's awesome. I, I mean, I think it's those little things, right? Just uh, I often, you know, probably explain in more clinical terms, but I often say the prefrontal cortex is off. You're in the limbic part of the brain and adrenaline and cortisol is having a bit of a party in your body. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to turn it back on and, uh, you know, kind of talk about strategies from a neuroscience perspective, but really what you're doing is gratitude is really keeping you conscious of what, what you have achieved, which is uh, you know, the most, um, you know, important part of the brain to live in because when we get overwhelmed, we kind of sit, sit here, um, mm -hmm. in the middle part of the brain that lights up like a Christmas tree and we respond to every trigger or yes. uh, that's going on. So yes, exactly. talk a little bit about your book series that you, um, you know, an international bestseller. So tell me a bit about that and what's, what, what are the contents, um, of the books that you've been a part of? Absolutely. So the first one, Dream Boldly, I Dare You, came out Thanksgiving a few years back. And okay. it's a series of stories from 31 different individuals who were interested in inspiring others to just think bigger than what they're currently thinking. Okay. okay. So in that book, I wrote about um, where belief in yourself and bold moves meet. So I share the story about leaving that really comfortable corporate role and just taking, selling our house moving to another community to actually make it happen, make it work. And so I share that story and others share their own kind of journey. And it's, it's an opportunity for you to uncover 100 dreams in 10 days. That's the way the book is designed. It's also designed over 31 days for you to enjoy a, your cup of tea. I'm a tea drinker, not a coffee drinker, but <laughs> enjoy whatever it is you drink in the morning and just have that story of inspiration to have you thinking, well, what was it I wanted? And how do I do, you know, what can I do? Mm -hmm. And that one was, it came out right when I finished my positive psychology course through UC Berkeley. And the book was up with other books that were in the program. And it was like, mind blown. Right? <laughs> like one. snapshot in time. I did this. Like yes. how, amazing, how amazing is that? Right? Like, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you work hard, like obviously like, you know, and then when you see it, I remember when I, wrote my my book i've been parts of anthologies before but when it was yeah. my own mm -hmm. and i remember the box came to my door and I, I was like 
you know, yeah. you know, nobody was home. I was like, geez, nobody's home. So I took it. I went over to a dear friend, in, you know, and she's, she's part of the dedication. I went over with the book and I said, oh my wow. God, you can't believe this is happening. So it's, yeah. it, it really, you know, makes you realize that, you know, dreams do come true. Right. And, well, and so in the process of being a co-author and being with that group of women who are outstanding, Carrie Stepp led the series. Um, she, helped us unlock 100 dreams in 10 days. I looked back at my notes the next year and this year, so I hadn't done anything about this year, I booked a, a mission trip to South Africa and I go November 11th. And that was on my list of, of oh my God. Wow, yeah. wow, what an amazing thing to be able to do. Yeah, and so the second book in the series came out closer to Christmas last year. And that book is Dream Boldly, I Dare You, Course to Manifest Miracles on Demand. So it invites people to unlock those thoughts, those dreams, same process, 31 days, each story is there to inspire you. And um, it's kind of like you have a, uh, a hero within, so how do we ignite it, right? And in that book, there's course code which Carrie created. She's a, an Amazon master course creator. She created a course to help people know what to do once they've uncovered the dream. So how do you bring it to life? That's amazing. That's, yeah. That sounds super amazing. Thank you. Now, so you said you, you do a lot of uh, individual coaching. You also do group coaching um, and you also do a fair amount of training. Tell me a little bit more about so you do that LinkedIn business training. Is that something that's ongoing through LinkedIn or is it something that you do through your own business? Yeah, I do that through my own business. So LinkedIn is a great platform to be on and you can work your way towards influencer and I'm, I'm getting there. I'm close to okay. that. So that they actually connect people with you with um, your expertise. So for example, I have individuals who message me um, based on their needs and then I can respond. So LinkedIn is sending me people who oh, could wow. le leverage my support. And what I know is my business, it was doing well, right? Like I had several contracts and it was fine. But once I really leveraged the power of LinkedIn, yes, that's when I needed to expand the team. I needed associate coaches. So I know from personal experience that you, once you leverage that tool properly, you, your business will be thriving. So I built this course after learning the platform for eight years so that you could also take the on-demand course and know, okay, well, this is how I use it. Because most people think it's still an online resume, and it's not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? So how can we be using the platform to its full potential? So the on-demand course allows you to play it, stop it, go to your profile, update, do the thing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Back, play it, learn, and then put it in play for you. So um, I have an option for people to just buy the on-demand or to also have coaching sessions with me to personalize their profile together. Okay, okay. Well, that's, that's great to know. I'm sure if any business uh, people on there, I know mine's not where it should be. And it's good to know that you offer that, that because that might be something that I would reach out to you for. Um, because again, you know, 
having that presence is one thing. And I, I mean, I do have a fair amount of people on, but am I leveraging it in a way that helps to accentuate my brand and authenticity? I'm not so sure that I'm doing that to be able to, you know, get the exposure that I need, you know, based on what I'm kind of putting out there weekly and those types yeah. of things. So when I work with people, we work on what is the strategy? So how do we actually create a strategy that is your brand that primes people's thinking of you when they have that need? So what adjectives are you using that you want to be describing you? And how do you leverage the opportunity to create posts that are used again and again with the right strategy to get you the, because now LinkedIn is my messages. They just come into my inbox. Oh, from people trying to connect with you and to do business with you directly. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, I definitely think that's a tool that every business needs to learn more of, you know, um, and I, like I said, so, um, so with that course, people could just go on to your, uh, your website and be able to sign right up for it. Yeah. So it's, it's set up on a different portal training at Jimbery coaching and consulting.com. And, um, but if they visit Jimbery coaching and consulting.com, they will, you know, have the opportunity to connect and, and reach out to um, ask more about it, but it's training at jimboreecoachingandconsulting.com. The reason I think it's so important is that is the professional platform where people are going in business mind. Right. When they go on Facebook or they go on Pinterest or they go, it's, that's not where their space is at in that moment. So it's great for us to have a presence on those different platforms. Like I have four, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. And these are really more for social proof. This is for business growth. Yeah, good point. Good point, right? Because, like, I mean, um, that's where all the all the people that can hire you hang out. Not that you probably can't through the other socials, but more than likely, it's going to be somebody that's LinkedIn looking for a need. Like when I put out my um, content weekly, I will see companies from all over that I've had mm -hmm. no contact with or I don't know anybody there that have, you know, kind of, you know, absorbed the content. So you can tell that different people are looking at it. Yes. yes. And for yourself, the first hashtag that I can think of when you put out posts is hashtag call for speakers. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause LinkedIn, you don't use 30 hashtags like you do on Instagram, but maybe you would use three or four that are aligned for you and we would customize those together. Call for speakers. I have to write that down because I'm going to forget because I don't have a piece of paper. Call for speakers. Yeah, just hashtag call for speakers. Okay. And what I do is I work with people to customize those so that you have a strategy behind what you're doing because you can just get lost in social. And so many people that I talk to say, I just don't know where to start. Like, I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to be doing this stuff, but how, I don't know how to do it. Well, it's because you know what happens is, and I, you know, I can only speak for myself, you hear about the new thing and then you hear about, you know, IG and then you hear about, you know, I should be on YouTube and then you hear I should be putting out videos all the time. And then, you know, um, then you should have a podcast, which obviously I have, but all the, you know, and, and then you kind of feel like everything's careening out of control as you're trying to decide on a strategy. And of course, to your point, you have to stick to what I've decided I'm going to do this. Don't get distracted because then it's that deer in the headlights where you're, you're trying to do everything and you're not doing any of it very well. Yeah. Um, and that waters down, you know, what you're trying to get out there, um, you know, in reference to messaging. Yeah. And a lot of people pivot too quickly. Consistency pays dividends. Mm -hmm. If more business owners knew that, they would know that they are 10 feet from gold. 
right? Had I said, oh, I'm not getting likes, I'm not getting, you know, why is nobody commenting on my stuff on LinkedIn? I wouldn't have that employment lawyer who booked into my calendar and five minutes later said, I'm sending my clients to you. She had one thing or commented on one thing that she'd been watching for six months, right? She's like, this girl knows her stuff. I got to talk to her. Right. So again, that's a, that's a great example of how you're generating business based on just being out there and, you know, consistency, like you said, I'm actually going to use that quote with your name on it to promote our podcast because that makes so much sense because you, you know, you do things over and over again and you're maybe thinking, Oh, I should be having a hundred people looking at it or whatever. And it's not the case oftentimes. And you're thinking, Oh, was that worth it? You know, you're second guessing yourself, but you never know, like you said, who's watching and who's actually absorbing it, but maybe not letting, letting you know that they're out there kind of watching you just to see because a lot of people have needs, right? But they're not sure they're, they're, they're shopping until they, you know, what is it? Trust and, and like you before they'll even consider doing business with you. Yeah. Like no trust. You got to build that up. And so if I want to be known as knowledgeable, I need to share content that primes people's thinking to be that's who we need to speak with right absolutely well this has been um this has been amazing so for people out there that want um to reach out um and uh, know a little bit more about you um so i I think you should spell your last name because i i'm not sure that uh the listeners uh, will be able to get it and um uh just why don't you do the, the two sites um, okay. and then any other call to actions that you might have that you want, want people to, to reach out to you for? For sure. So it's Jimbery, J-I-M-B-E-R-E, coachingandconsulting.com. And so on my website, you have access to three free series. One is how to adopt a coach approach. Two is how to get help during change. And three is increasing your positive emotions. So all three of those free series are there and each of them have a two minute video. There's five videos in the series and it's there to just shoot, share proven strategies with you. So jimboreecoachingandconsulting.com with Thrive Experts, that's T-H-R-I-V-E-X-P-E-R-T-S. So there's not two E's, Thrive Experts. When with that website, when you come to it, you notice that Jen and I partner together to support you to, to really kind of move from expert to master. So a lot of times when we're in peak performance, what happens is overwhelm happens because now I have to, I have to beat what I beat before. And that was really hard to get to. So her and I have a free series for thrive experts where you can gain access to a guided meditation, a strengths finder. Um, you know, different pieces like a Mandela that you can color strategies that we know that will support you to kind of come back to breath and get back into action. So all four of those series are out there. They're jam packed with quality. I promise you, if you sign up, you're going to be happy you did. Um, and I'm, I'm here to support you. So if you're almost into business planning mode, that's one of my areas of expertise. I really help people with having an actual plan that they can action every week. Uh, if you need help with LinkedIn for business growth, I can help there. Or if you're in an organization that needs, you know, a business coach or a change management specialist um, with my HR background, I kind of fill the gap where some HR teams don't have that knowledge that I'm bringing in. Excellent. Excellent. So really what you're saying at the end of the day 
and I'm going to quote what you just said, which makes so much sense, because this is C plays dividend. So know, know who you are, know why you're doing what you're doing, maximize uh, in that two to three hour window um, of your high, uh, high peak hours and deliver on things that are going to give you the highest return on that investment of time. Yeah. Don't, you know, dilly dally with the things that are kind of fun. And, you know, before, you know, it's a slippery slope. And I've looked at every social media, um, you know, post about who did what, when, just stick to what you know, it, you know, it's hard to do, like you said, Jennifer, mm -hmm. but um, if you did that consistently, I would think, even for uh, three months, you would probably see um, growth in your business. Yeah, so I operate three companies on four social media channels. I post within 12 minutes. I'm on, 12 minutes later, I'm off. Okay, we have to talk. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much. And um, I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank take you care, so much. Everybody. I appreciate the opportunity. Okay, take care. Thanks for tuning in to Authentic Living with Roxanne, creating the space for positive, healthy change. Roxanne is a keynote speaker, psychotherapist, and coach. To work with Roxanne, visit roxanderhajcom slash blueprint. We'll see you next time on Authentic Living with Roxanne.